Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, we talk celebrity Guinness records. Are they just like normal people's or are they different? The most tweeted celebrity, who was it? A divorce that ended in love. That does not happen very often. Also, a rear naked chokehold on a raccoon. Who does that? We'll end the show with a feel-good moment, and there's so much more. Join us on Facebook, The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon, and TikTok, of course, The Roadhouse Show. And don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and some stars. Bounce from the Roadhouse! We've all seen Christmas Vacation when Clark Griswold is putting up his Christmas lights, and he just... He's just having the hardest time. You can't figure mm-hmm. out why they're not turning on. Yeah, it's so frustrating. I'd rather have that problem than the problem that this woman had. She was putting up her Christmas lights, and she was attacked by a raccoon. Oh. She's got bites and bruises all over her. She says, I really thought I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and the o- only warning she got was a strange noise coming from the street. She said, I turned around to see what the noise was, and I was staring at a huge raccoon about 10 feet away. And before I could do anything, it jumped at me. She said it pounced on her. Pounced? Yeah. yeah they're pouncers. They I've never pounce. seen a raccoon pounce. Oh, yeah. They're kind of like a cat in a way, but they got hands. They're weird. Yeah. Do they, like, wiggle their butts like cats do when no, they pounce? No. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, you know, know raccoons that well. <laughs> she said, it was the worst nightmare of my life. Both me and the raccoon were screaming so loud. <laughs> the ra- they say the raccoon showed no signs of giving up during the struggle either. Yeah. It persisted. It wanted to win. Oh, yeah. It's a fighter. She says, as I was screaming for help, he fell off my arm, but I jumped right back. And it started to attack me even more. After somehow tumbling to the ground, I got him in a headlock, and I wouldn't let go. I wonder how that's possible. Have you ever seen, like, a raccoon's head is so small? You know what I mean? Compared to, like, the rest of their body? How do you put them in a headlock? And then their little claw hands are probably just scratching the crud out of you. As she was squeezing him into the headlock, she was trying to choke him out, like you would see. She could hear bones breaking in his neck. Way to go, lady. And and this is where the story gets sad, you know? And the animal fell silent, she said. Well, good. You're getting attacked by an animal. Way to go, lady. The raccoon actually finally gave up. And ran away? This is her. It fell if this woman, I wish I had a recording of this. It yeah. fell silent, and then I let go, only to see it get up and walk away. Well, good. Good for the raccoon. Everybody lived. And the raccoon will probably never mess with her again. <laughs> Nor would, like, I'd like to see her fight a mountain lion. Put a lion in a chokehold. Rear naked choke, as they call it in the UFC. Yeah. I want to see this happen. Yeah, this could become a thing for this her. This lady's intense. She's an animal fighter. I wonder if she's single. Not that I'm looking... If that's on your dating site, I won't choked out a raccoon. You're probably going to be single for a while. <laughs> Look out, Tiger King. Yeah, maybe that's who she should marry. <gasps> oh, boy. How was your commute to work this morning, Brandon? Uh, awesome. I love driving to work. I love driving, so it's all good. Do you? I kind of enjoy it. It's dark outside. There's nobody yeah. on the road. Yeah. It's kind of so peaceful. It's Not as fun as it was like on Friday, last yeah. Friday. When it snowed, oh, that yeah. was a blast. That was the best. Because we get up early enough where we're like, we're on the road with the plows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're hitting some unplowed roads. Yeah. Little, probably a couple fender benders out yeah. there on their way. A couple cars in the ditch. You're like, what's up, sucker? <laughs> and you drive on by. Did you know that people working from home mm. have a commute mm. as well? 
Uh, they do? Yeah, with all the working from home stuff, that means like new laws and considerations are being addressed, and a commute is one of them. Like they get up and drive around the block? Oh, something? no. <laughs> they get out of bed and they walk to their desk. What? Listen to this. A court in Germany may have just redefined what it means to commute because a guy oh. there recently rolled out of bed. He walked downstairs to start working at his desk. But on the way there, he tripped on the stairs and broke his back. <laughs> so he filed an insurance claim through work that said he was technically commuting, and the court agreed. Wow. Huh. Interesting. There's laws in the U.S. that already allow for a workers' comp if you're injured while working from home. Here's the weird part. The court in Germany ruled it only applied because he was on his way to his desk for the first time that day. <laughs> and if he'd stopped at his desk, then gone to his kitchen to grab breakfast and fell while doing that, it wouldn't count. Wow. Really splitting hairs there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Because it comes down to, is it safe to travel <laughs> in your own home? Right. Like, did you slip it on a pile of dog poo? Well, you should have picked it up. That's your road. That's your commute. That's your area. Or what was in the way? How did you fall on the stairs? Was it because of your kids' stuff? Or did your wife pile up laundry there? You know what I mean? Like, those are the things where it's like, that would be your fault. He tripped on the stairs in his own house. His work didn't build those stairs. Are those stairs up to code? I don't, that's <laughs> not his employer's problem. No. You know, too many times, I, I always think to myself, and I've... And I try to be the best employee I can be. And now that like I'm in a band and I manage things and the money, I see the money coming in and going out and all that stuff. I used to be back in the day, a guy would say, I'm going to stick it to the man, right? Yeah. Be, being the guy, the owner of the business. He's making, a, you know, he makes a dollar and I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. You know, like that, that kind of stuff. Well, it's like, why are we always trying to hurt the business we work for in situations? That, that money's got to come from somewhere, Right. And so I wonder, like, why are we trying to take advantage of it? You slip and fell. I mean, that's your deal, dude. He probably will be out of work. He won't be able to pay his bills. He's at he's, home. He's trying to take care of himself that way, I guess. I can see that part of it. Oh, yeah. But still, yeah. I mean, really? You tripped on your own stairs in your own house, and now you're getting paid for that? My other thought is, too, let's say he actually did commute to work. He's driving to work. Does it? And I'm, I mean, this is a question. If you wreck on your way to work, is that your work's fault? You know what I mean? Like, if we went in the ditch and hit a light pole, totaled our car, and hurt, broke our back, could we say, well, I was on my way to work. That's your fault. I don't think so. Well, there you go. So how did this commute? Maybe the business is different. I think this is a good thing for him because now he doesn't even have to get out of bed. He can just work from his bed yeah. with a yeah. broke back. Yeah, now his desk moves to his bed and everybody wins. So I see this study this morning when I got to work, and I'm like, Wow. I need this. Mm -hmm. It says scientists may have found the perfect formula for sticking to a workout. And I'm thinking, okay. so they're going to make it easy. Yep. You know? I'm, I'm listening. Maybe yep. you just have to lay there and think about working out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> the hardest part about getting in shape isn't starting a workout. It's sticking with it, I mm. think. And maybe just going to that first workout yeah. is always hard, too. It's that habit for me. It's that building that structure of habit. Yeah. But this new study may have found the perfect formula to, to help you stick with it. They wanted to see if they could get people with gym memberships to go more often. Mm. So they designed a bunch of different programs that offered incentives. 
The ones that worked best all followed a plan, remind, reward model. Mm. So each person had to plan which days they'd work out, mm-hmm. and then they'd get automated text messages reminding them to go. And if they followed through, they earned points they could redeem for small cash rewards. Hmm. Really small, like 25 cents a workout, though. Well, but if you still, work out enough, yeah. yeah. Those programs still didn't work well, like, long-term, though. One of the plans that did work had an extra wrinkle. If people missed a workout, they got more money for not missing two in a row. Mm -hmm. So each time they went to the gym, they earned 22 cents. But if they missed a day, they'd get an extra nine cents for not missing the next workout. So 31 cents instead of 22. And that extra incentive made a big difference. Boom. You know, I've seen this video online in several places where there's a car and a guy sitting in a trunk handing out money to this person, and they're jogging behind the car. <laughs> and oh. the person is just, like, grabbing the money and like trying to keep up with the car. The longer you jog, the more money you get. Yeah. I think something like that would work for me. Oh, yeah. Or we've all seen the tease where, like, the guy's running. He's got a pole, like a fishing pole, with a slice of pizza out in front of him. And it's a chubby guy running towards the pizza, but, you know, it's always in front of him on this pole. It's like a cartoon or whatever. But I, maybe something like that would work for me, like biscuits yeah. and gravy on a plate, and I just got to chase it down. <laughs> <laughs> After a mile, I get it or something. Who's going to be in charge of all this stuff? Like our spouse? I don't know. I, don't, I think they're going to be too like laid back with it. And, of course, you know, I'd be like, oh, I worked out for five minutes, so I'm still going to get paid for that. Right. Well, and there's obviously cheats around this, like saying you went to the gym or scanning. You go and use the bathroom, and then you leave. Yeah, (laughs) like I've gone to Planet Fitness, I've scanned in, and then I Mm -hmm. tanned, and then I left. Yeah, so boom, you get your 22 cents. (laughs) I might lay in the hydro bed, too. Oh, yeah. See, Use the restroom and then go. Yep. Like, look at all the people working out. Win-win. Yeah, everybody gets paid. (laughs) Maybe take a shower. (laughs) I mean, there's obviously, I think there's apps out there, too, that will remind you, hey, workout, this is your workout today, this is your workout today, and it reminds you to go work out, but you still got to go do it yeah you know or you could say yep i did my workout or run through without doing anything but your conscience you know you have to do it i think accountability human accountability that's why they say like if you've got somebody to go work out with you or somebody asking you Mm -hmm. or telling you hey did you work out today how did it go you know or would you work out you know that kind of thing i think helps you out more but i like the short workouts yeah like Like the hit workouts oh yeah Uh, there's an app that i love it's a v shred Oh, yeah. It gives you a different workout every day. Yep, I've got that app, I think. I love it. Yep, I love that. Um, I went and did that CrossFit with Black Hills CrossFit one day, mm-hmm. and I could see doing that. That was a really good workout, and it took all of an hour total, like showing up, checking <laughs> in, you know, changing my clothes, doing the workout, and leaving took an hour. What didn't take an hour was me sitting in the car trying to catch my breath and not die. <laughs> yeah. But, An- another good incentive would be if they served pizza while oh, you worked yeah. out. Like Planet no. Fitness does do, do that sometimes. You <laughs> walk in and there's like boxes of pizza. I'm like, what the heck is going on? This good is so cool. Good job working out today. Here's some pizza. Yeah, and then you're too full to work out. Yeah, then you're just sitting over there on the leg press eating <laughs> pizza. <laughs> oh. uh, can I use this machine on a few this minutes? This is where my life's at today. Are you oh. going to eat the crust? <laughs> One guy, yeah, one guy is walking around. You eating the crust? I'll take the crust. You would. Divorce is not fun. No. It's pure agony. Yeah, it, I think a friend of mine put it best when it's like ripping flesh apart. Two people join together, it's like ripping you apart. 
It is like ripping flesh it, apart. It is horrible. Yeah, it really is. It's the worst is. experience ever. Yeah, even if you hate the person, you like go through this lonely thing. Still sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really sucks. Well, I have a story for you, a divorce story. Oh, okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Gather around, everyone. Come on, crisscross applesauce. <laughs> Once upon a time, there was a couple in San Diego. They got married in 2011. Hmm. They were in their early 20s. Mm. Unfortunately, they decided to get divorced in 2019. Mm. They both had some bad, bad issues with drinking. Mm-hmm. Always going to the bar and partying and hooking up with other people. Oh, that's and that's not what you're supposed to do when you're married, no, boys no. and girls. Unless you're on the same page, you know, swing us. <laughs> the wife decided to get some help and went to rehab, and so did the husband. Hmm. They both sobered up and haven't had a drink since. Yeah. Meanwhile, they start seeing a therapist to help them co-parent. Yeah, yeah. They have three kids together. Wait. After all. Who's father and mother of the kids, though? (laughs) Who knows? That's another story. That's volume two. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And while all of this is going on, they reconnect. They figure things out. And they decide not to get divorced Mm -hmm. and get back together. And they've never been happier. That's awesome. You think that's the happy ending? Yeah. Here's the rough part of the story. Oh, no. Even though they never finalized their divorce, they still owe their lawyers one hundred thousand dollars oh that's the worst part so they have some serious debt Mm. but they don't regret anything because love Mm -hmm. conquers all it does at least it's debt they have to pay together you know i wonder how i wonder how many arguments they get into now where it's like well it's your attorney's fault no it's your attorney's (laughs) fault like was one attorney do you owe one seventy thousand the other one thirty thousand you know what i mean or <laughs> is it 50 50 you yeah. know they can't buy a home because yeah. of their lawyer fees I'd be like yeah go hire an attorney to fight the attorneys to get the fees down oh boy oh and i bet they just keep packing on the interest yeah, every time you call me it's another hundred bucks oh man <laughs> just love that don't you i wonder if they call their lawyer when they get in a fight Hey, Brittany said that she wouldn't make me dinner, the one that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Well, there's $5,000. Let's talk through this. And you know the attorneys are just like, start the tab. They just start the clock. Oh, they and, love it. Oh, yeah, let's talk through this for a couple hours. You betcha. Here, make let me, me email $10. you what to do. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Yep. yep, let's make record of this. Oh. Gosh, my lips are super dry lately, aren't yours? You know, I don't know what it is about my my lips but i'm not a chapstick fan and i've never really paid too much attention mm-hmm. i think it's because my dad told me when i was younger if you get chap lips what you do is you walk over and you stick your finger around that back spot of a horse right below uh-huh. their tail and you rub that on your That's lips disgusting. and they'll never be chapped again i'm like all into this conversation like tell me more so i did that and i've never had chap <laughs> lips oh, you oh does megan know this um no but I mean, there's plenty of other ways to manure your way around it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But anyway. Okay, so lips do not have oil glands, they say, like the rest of our skin, and the skin is thinner. So for this reason, the skin on our lips, it gets drier and more sensitive. My poor son has been licking his lips. He's running oh. around on the playground, and it's, like, so chapped. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. So I've been, like, wiping it with a warm cloth and then putting Vaseline on there mm-hmm. before he goes mm-hmm. to bed. And then again, when he wakes up in the morning, I just feel so bad for him. And he just keeps licking it off. It's horse poo. You put that on there, he'll never lick his lips again. <laughs> Jeez. That's not what this doctor is recommending. Oh. 
She is recommending to avoid ingredients like uh, methanol, alcohols, and the fragrance that they put in them to prevent potential irritation because that can just make it worse. And some lip balms and and chapsticks can temporarily soothe irritated lips, but then it can also make it worse. Like, Mm. have you ever noticed Carmex? Mm Mm-hmm. You put that on, and it's like, oh, it feels so good. But then your lips just get more and more chapped. Yeah, I remember back in the day, Carmex. When I was in middle school, Carmex and the the Blistex, or a, is that the right? Came in a white tube. Yes, yeah. And it had Blistex. a little angle on it. Mm-hmm. You, we would lube our lips up so much, they were so soft. But if you quit using it, your lips would just like. <laughs> yes, yeah. And they say if your lips burn, sting, or tingle after using a lip product, don't use it. Uh, I like to get those little tiny Vaseline containers. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You put that on once and your lips are healed. Yeah, they go. And your lips look all shiny and nice, too. So I got a question then. With your, you know, upgraded lips, uh, (laughs) does it take more chapstick than ever before? Like, What do you think? Yeah. Of course it does. Yeah, so like, do you have to buy extra when you go in? Are you like, no, I'll take two sticks, you know, a jab stick, because I got one for the upper and one for the, do you tape them together? Yeah, I, I wrap tape around them, and then I use it that way. Yeah, lube those babies up. Get those whistlers humming. It does not take any more chapstick than it would a normal lip person. Um, I bet it does. It has to. My lips are not that huge. There's, no, no, y- yeah. There, the square footage of lip on your face compared to the square footage of lip on mine, I don't have a square foot. You do. You know, like lip sticking. That's a lot. But they look good. They look good. It's a sad, sad, sad. I don't know why I'm talking like a lamb. Is that a goat or a lamb? Both. Are they kind of the same? Um, you know, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. Well, I guess they don't have you, sheep milk. How about this? This is a good joke. You wouldn't know. <laughs> Get it? in And you, uh, you. And you can't <clears throat> milk a sheep, can you? Like, there's no sheep milk. Like, there's goat milk. I want you to take a good look at me, and I want you to ask yourself, does it look like I've been around sheep? Maybe it does, but I haven't. All right? <laughs> you kind of look like a sheep. I do, don't I? But I'm not. A ship, a sheep. I, I don't know crud about sheep. So when you're just talking about one... Sheep. Is it ship? <laughs> I mean, because now my brain hurts we'll, thinking about it too much. We'll never know. Oh, <laughs> look at you. <laughs> so Joe Biden had the most liked tweet this year. Oh, okay. Isn't that crazy? And oh. when people hear that or read this online, they're going to go back and take their tweet back probably. Yeah, they'll be like, wait a minute. Oh, man, why did I do that? Oops, can I unlike it? <laughs> wait, are they talking likes or most like interaction? You know what I mean? Is it is it likes or is it the just overall interaction? It's likes. Wow. People liked his tweet. Because, I mean, bad publicity, good publicity, because there might have been just as many people like saying boo or hiss or whatever. Yeah. Well, it, it is a good tweet. It said, a new day in America. And oh, it was on yeah. Inauguration Day. Hey. I get it. Get it. Go get her, Biden. All the anti-Trump supporters yeah. liked it, probably. Yeah. Uh, the, blank pa- the Black Panther was the most tweeted about movie. Okay, Which is that's cool. A really that's good a great movie. movie. Squid Game was the number one for TV shows. Oh. Now, this one I do not agree with. LeBron James topped all celebrities. What? Oh, yeah. Put that right back in your pocket. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. 
I am not impressed with that. I don't really pay attention to LeBron, but back on the Black Panther thing, the actor passed away, the main character in that. So that probably had much to do with it as well. Oh, yeah. yeah and he was an sad. amazing dude. You didn't realize how amazing he was until he passed, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. You know, just all the things he's done acting-wise and in his own communities and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, yep. And LeBron James, he was up against Drake. Hmm. Kanye West, hmm. uh, Little Nas X. Some pretty tough competition. And Tom Brady. There we go. Can you believe Tom Brady wasn't tweeted about more than LeBron James? I would take on Tom Brady more. I like him more than the others. Tom Brady? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. Oh, and it doesn't say that they were good tweets. So. Oh, just the most. Oh, okay. yeah. So mm-hmm. <laughs> people probably making fun of LeBron James. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> We cover a lot of Guinness World Records, like some really strange stuff. But there's some celebrities that have Guinness World Records as well, and they're more Mm -hmm. impressive than (laughs) the ones that we cover. Like Ariana Grande, she has the most followers on Instagram. Hmm. Now that is pretty cool. I thought it was like Kylie Jenner for some reason. Would would have been the winner of that? Yeah. But I, I, oh, it says here for a musician, Ariana Grande has the most followers on Instagram for a musician. (laughs) <laughs> and most followers on Instagram for a female with 280 million. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's about 279.800, whatever. It's <laughs> a lot more than me. Taylor Swift, I knew I would see her on this list. She has the most simultaneous U.S. Hot 100 entries by a female and most simultaneous. I can't say that word. Simultaneous. Simultaneous. Now I can't do Simultane. You know what we mean. U.S. Hot 100 new entries. And then Beyonce, she's got the most Grammy Awards won by a female artist and has the most Grammy Awards won by a vocalist as well. Huh. Wow. Can't keep up with those guys. That's that's kind of where I thought those awards would be for them. I. But what I want to see, I want to see, because what were the recent ones we talked about was like the dude moving, moving water. water from one bucket to so another. Dumb. So dumb. So dumb. And then the same guy, here, throw some marshmallows in my mouth. We'll see how many I can catch in a certain amount of time. Yeah, Chris Stapleton, show also us dumb. how you do that. Yeah, exactly, Chris Stapleton. Open up that mouth. You want know, Tennessee whiskey? See how much Tennessee whiskey we can throw in your mouth. <laughs> Elton John, can you really hold a candle in the wind? Yeah, who can show hold that us. candle the longest? <laughs> who can do it? Can you do it, Elton? Huh? Britney Spears, you know. Oh, well, yeah, she did do it again. So maybe maybe that would be a record there. Christina Aguilar, can you really fit into a genie bottle? Yeah. And how many times did Garth Brooks party till the sun comes up? Did that really happen? Let's see it. I want to see how many marshmallows J-Lo can fit in her mouth. I mean, is that a, is that a bad thing? How many marshmallows can Ben Affleck shove in J-Lo's mouth? And still go down to the block and be Jenny from the block. Exactly. And how many rings? I mean, she's going to hold that. She's going to hold the ring record. But how many marshmallows can he take? Let's just talk about Christmas here for a second. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe we'll just, because we have talked about it already on the show. Mm -hmm. So we just keep it going. All right. How do you think Christmas is different as an adult compared to as a child? I mean, of course, the money. We all know that. That's obvious. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to say when I was a child, the excitement of it was a lot higher. And also, I didn't have to buy everybody under the sun a Christmas gift. The responsibility, which I've carried into my adult life. <laughs> I don't. That's one thing I don't like about Christmas, that you have to buy gifts for everybody. I know. You know, like my brothers and my brothers' just kids and their wives. Where do you draw the line? I, I mean, as where are we... 
what am I doing? Am I, am I got to buy a gift for my wife? Understandable. My immediate family? Yes, my parents. Where does that line draw? Where do you say, no, that's too much? Um, then we start buying it for her family? She's got a huge family. Where do you draw that line? Yeah, I think people need to remind their kids what Christmas is. Because it's not really about getting presents and Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. This is the birth of baby Jesus. Yeah, and so it's not really about... Like, I, I always joke with my kids, but I'm kind of serious. It's not your birthday. You're not getting gifts. It's somebody else's birthday, and I don't know how to send him gifts. All right? So, uh, you know, hold her down tight. You want to make me something? Go ahead. Make me some breakfast or something. If you were to invite Jesus to your house for Christmas, what do you think he'd want to do? Oh, we'd definitely be out building some snowman or something. I'd probably pull him on the sled or something. You wouldn't have to cook bike. anything because he would just make the bread last. He'd make enough for oh, everyone yeah. and you just pass wine we'd around. We'd get so wasted on wine and all hopped up on bread. We'd be like, ah, everybody's all gassy. Hey, what do you suppose Jesus' fart smell like? <laughs> like heaven. Holy. Very holy. Or are they bad because they're that old? I wonder if Jesus is laughing at us right now or he's very upset. I'm guessing he's shaking his head in disbelief. Favorite Christmas treats? Hard to narrow it down. It really is. Mine is the English toffee. Oh. Oh, it's so good. You know the toffee with the chocolate yeah. melted on top? Mm-hmm. Oh, heaven. And the peanut butter, chocolate covered peanut butter balls. Mm. Those are one of my favorites. No bake cookies. Oh, mm. my husband asks me to make those all the time. Yeah, recipe I know by heart. My mom goes a little, little wild when it comes to Christmas treats. I mean, it's constant coming out of her kitchen. And if you're lucky, I don't like sugar cookies. I don't like frosting. Is what I don't like. But if you're lucky and you time it out right, you go over and you can catch those sugar cookies before she frosts them. But she will not quit frosting them. And me and my dad don't like the frosting. We just want to eat the cookies. Oh, I'll take the frosting. Yeah. Give it to somebody else. Just give me the container. I'll just eat it out of the container. I don't like frosting. Feed it to the dog. It's done. What are those cookies called? They're brown and then they have a Hershey Kiss pushed in on the Yes, the peanut butter cookies. That's what my mom makes. Yeah, what are those called? Peanut butter cookies with the little Hershey Kiss on top. Those come from heaven. Take me to the North Pole and then we'll go to heaven. Whoever makes them, they're doing the loud's work when they do that. (laughs) That is so good. Oh, my gosh, that is so what good. What does your family eat at Christmas? Well, these last few years, we went with a um, prime rib. Oh. Oh, yeah. We bought it from too. Spildies. Oh, my goodness. Gracious, those are good. Not big enough. I mean, we bought the biggest one he had. Not big enough. Like, And it's not the lot of us at the dinner uh-huh. table either. <laughs> I don't like it if it's too raw. No, my mom does a really good job with it. Uh, hidden talent. Now, I'm not even sure if she knew she had. But she made, <laughs> uh, she made it a few years back, and we were like, from here on out, you're making that. And I hope you don't invite anybody over for Christmas Day. And my mom makes uh, these white sweet potatoes. Mm. They are so good. She makes them into mashed potatoes. Yeah. They yep. look like normal potatoes. They taste mm-hmm. healthy and delicious. My mom makes these rolls, which I brought them in for the chili feed. And they are, I don't. I think she got them from my Aunt Vivian or her Aunt Vivian. But uh, they, I don't know, but they are good. Oh, my goodness, they're good. Mm. They're so fluffy. And the butter or whatever she uses on them, logs work. Oh. They're so good. Oh. But they go right to your thighs. It's a 
family tradition. Yeah, tell me why do you eat? To get fat. And why do you open gifts? To get stuff. And why do you hide all the booze from grandma? She gets drunk and gets hit by a reindeer. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Christmas yeah. traditions. My family has a Christmas tradition. Actually, Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. we eat chili. Mm. My award-winning loser chili mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Three meat. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be doing that, plus cinnamon rolls. We always oh. have cinnamon rolls with the chili. Shut the front door. A little spicy, a little sweet. Oh, now yeah. I know where I'm going for Christmas Eve. No. <laughs> my family tradition is uh, Christmas Eve, my actual family goes over to my aunt and uncle's house. We usually just hang out, spend time with each other, eat, eat a little bit. Uh, the kids get gifts. We used to do like white elephant or like a pick a gift kind of a thing. Uh, we haven't done that in a few years, but... And then Christmas morning, uh, the kids go over with their mother and does the do their side of the family. But we just kind of chill out at the house and do Christmas afternoon at, at my parents. Well, that's nice. Yep. I wasn't done explaining my tradition. Oh, I'm sorry. There's, <laughs> I'm not done with mine either. So then, uh, and then usually we open up some gifts Christmas Eve and then finish it up Christmas Day, but... Um, I know there was like a tradition where we used to do pajamas. I'm just making stuff up at this point. Go ahead. Oh my, look how red my face is getting. <laughs> Very Christmassy. <laughs> no. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Oh, and Christmas Eve, we also open gifts. Oh, yeah. We open gifts at my house, too. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. And we don't just open the gifts. We've done this since I was a little kid. And before I was even born, they did this in my Aww. family. Everybody takes turns. And you start with the youngest person in the mm-hmm. family. And the oldest person is last. Yep. And you don't stop until everybody is all out of gifts. Nice. And then we do the white elephant thing. Yeah. And we play that. The adults do that. That's awesome. Yeah. And then the next day, we just eat. That's the same thing we do with our family, too. Start with the youngest, go to the oldest. Maybe we just need to merge the families together. Just put them all together. Need a big old house. That'd be great. <laughs> it's a feel-good moment. Today's feel-good moment comes from Kathy. She says, today I was lucky to have met a wonderful woman who I just happened to be standing behind at the checkout line at the grocery store. She was trying to pay for her groceries and her card kept declining, so she was short by $5. I heard her apologizing to the cashier and she just said, I'll have to put something back. I said, wait a minute. I told the cashier, it's okay, I will pay for her. She looked at me and just started to cry. She waited for me outside the store and we talked a little bit. We had a deep conversation how she had survived a stroke and this had been her first day out by herself and she was nervous and scared. I told her she should be proud of herself and to keep moving onwards and upwards. She gave me a big hug and then we parted ways. I got in my car and I just sat there. I just couldn't stop thinking about how much we take for granted and how circumstances can change in the blink of an eye. It really doesn't cost a thing to show a little bit of kindness. Signed, Kathy. And that's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.